Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. I'm your host, Silwan. Great to be with you on this Monday before Thanksgiving. And we are going to kick off this awesome week that I hope culminates in a huge Thanksgiving party at a home of someone you love, maybe yourself, with a reminder to stay in the moment, to stay in the moment focused on what matters. So much chaos in our world, so many things to distract us. Wouldn't that be an interesting exercise to wake up and have a little notebook with you? And every time something distracts you, write down what it is. Something you see in a store, something you see on the internet, something someone says to you, something you hear on the radio, you see on the TV. Distractions, distractions, distractions that keep us from focusing on what's right in front of us that keeps us from being in the moment. I believe one of the consequences of distractions, especially in today's world where most of those distractions are trying to sell us something or take our time, is it it, it makes us always be like looking forward. Like things will be okay when I get that or I'm waiting for that day or I need that thing. You know, you're, you're always looking ahead and it's like, if I get there, it's going to be okay. About a thousand years ago, give or take, no one really knows sometimes with these ancient writings, St. Peter of Damascus said the following, but the arrogant man will promptly insist upon his own thoughts, ignoring the warning of St. John Climacus, that we should not search prematurely for things that have their appointed time. The arrogant man will promptly insist upon his own thoughts. See, it's arrogance that allows us to think that on our own, we can filter all the distractions. All these things trying to take our thoughts, keep us from focusing on what's important. It's arrogance to think that you can do it on your own. And when you think you can, when you think you can walk through this world, manage all the temptations on your own, you start thinking you're the one that sets the agenda. You start thinking that you're the one that determines your schedule and everybody else's. But that's not the case. So many things in life have an appointed time. So many things in life are out of our control. Now, those words written from the desert hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago, they might never be more timely than today. What is the message our society, our children are given from the time they're young? You can determine whatever you want you to be. The most important thing are your thoughts, your desires. Whatever you want, you can have. Some things that we want are good. 
but a lot of things we want are bad. And without being directed with morality rooted in the Christian faith that made this country what it is, those thoughts, those directions, those desires can go to bad places. And the people today that want to capture your thoughts, that want to capture your direction, that want you thinking about the things you don't have, that want you going after and trying to possess whatever's not in your closet or your garage and to spend money and to have speed dial to Amazon, they don't care about what's important to you. They don't care about your morality. They don't care about the time you spend with family, friends, your faith. What kind of direction does Peter of Damascus give us for having the patience to wait for the appointed time of things? To not be so arrogant about our own thoughts and our own desires. Referencing 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9, at the end of his quote here, here's some direction he gives us. We should realize that God's grace is disciplining us, teaching us to be humble, and to recognize whence we receive our strength and knowledge. Quote from 2 Corinthians, so that we should rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. I love that verse. Rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. It gets to the heart of the gospel. Why believe? Because God raised people from the dead. You believe that or not. And then he talks about grace. You know, grace isn't just this thing that saves us. Grace is this thing that embeds itself in our lives, and it teaches us, and it guides us. And this is a reminder that it's not just the good things, it's the bad things. God wants us to be humble, not proud. Humility can exist when bad things happen. Humility can exist when tragedy happens. Pride can't. And God, more than anything, in order to be strong and to have knowledge, wants us to be humble. Well, where does humility come from? That we don't rely on our own thoughts. We don't sit around and determine this is what our life is going to look like and this is where I'm going to be in five years. Now, God wants us to plan. He wants us to work hard. He wants us to invest. He wants us to be good stewards. But while we recognize that ultimately it is God that directs us, it is his grace that keeps the earth from falling apart and the universe from spinning apart. It is his grace that has led creation to where it is today. Humility allows you to recognize that and to not rely on your own thoughts, to wait for things to have their appointed time. Maybe that's a good reminder for us this week. Things have been so crazy for nine months. You just want it to be over. When you just want it to be over, it's easy to start relying on yourself and get filled with anger and pointing fingers and blaming others whatever your politics, whatever your beliefs. You start forgetting about God and the control that God has and God's grace and his power, and you start thinking that either things are completely out of control and nobody's in charge, or you want to be the one to tell people what to do. And that's the opposite of humility. That's not where you find God. Take this week to slow down. Maybe you don't even think about what's going to happen next week. 
embrace the moments you have this week with your family, with your friends, on the days that are slow. Don't get caught up in the bustle. You don't have to shop on Friday. You don't have to leave your house. You don't have to turn on the TV. You don't have to listen to the radio. You can just exist. You know, last night, I had a beautiful moment with my daughter, Mercy. You know, and she's just now learning to play card games, almost ready to read, do things on her own. And I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, reading the news, and I'm wanting to chill out at the end of what was a long day. And she wants to play Uno. And my first reaction was, no. (laughs) And I wanted to put it off. I wanted to do it later. And then I said, no, this is life right here. This is what she'll remember. And I put down my phone and I kicked back and we played Uno. And it was awesome. The look in her face, how happy she was to just be sitting there doing something with her daddy. How relaxed I felt doing nothing but focus on my daughter and a simple little card game. And that was the best moment I had all day. It was better than any anger I had at society and COVID and lockdowns. It was better than any news I read. Anything I looked at was better than any work I accomplished. Took a bit of humility. Initially, I couldn't do what I wanted. I didn't think I wanted to do that. And then just how God will guide us with his grace, if we will let him, that little girl guided me to what was important. That little girl guided me to what was important. Stopping what you're doing. Playing a card game with your daughter. And it is my own arrogance that keeps me from doing that. It is relying on my own thoughts. It's for thinking I can control things. You know what the appointed time is to spend time with your kid right now? You know what the appointed time is to pray right now? To spend time with your family right now? To focus on what you're grateful for right now? All the rest of the crap is not important and takes us from where God wants us to be. So kick off your week, my friends, by staying in the moment, humbling yourself. Read scripture. Let God direct you. Read a verse or two and just listen. Just listen. Shut your eyes. Call a loved one. Spend time with a child. Spend time with a friend. Take your dog for a walk. Don't let the ones that would distract you and burn your soul. Burn your soul. Lift yourself up by getting down on your knees and listening to God. Or maybe a little girl who wants to play Uno. So until next time, my friends, I want you to aim high. Spread your wings on the grace of God and little children and friends. And keep your eyes on the things that matter. Till tomorrow, I'm your host, Silawan. Peace. You've been listening to The Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. 
For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.